My name is Ray Ronan and I wrote a book with my kids. It changed everything. This is our journey, our story. What will your story be? A very good evening to you all. It's evening again here and I don't know what time of day it is where you are, but I hope you're having a great day, whether it's morning, afternoon, evening, middle of the night. Just want to have a quick chat to you about uh, the difference that I found between writing the kids' book versus um, an adult novel. <laughs> Two different worlds, 520-page novel, thriller with lots of plot twists and uh, intricacies. And some of those books that I've done maybe took six months to research. Um, there's one I wrote in um, Dresden, based in Dresden, Germany, Second World War. A thriller, paranormal thriller based in Germany, Dresden. And in that book, I spent maybe six months planning it, and then another six months researching it. Went over to Dresden and talked to uh, historians. And uh, this, the book is about a German family trying to survive the madness of the war. But there's a dark character who appears and is doing a lot of favours for people. And has a lot of connections. But the Engels family, who the book is about, very proud father, Theo Engels, refuses to ask a favour. And this particular demon, this character, sees this as a challenge and becomes obsessed and tries to do everything to make Theo request a favour. Because guess what? When you do request a favour, you owe him. What do you owe him? Well, let's see. Well, that book took the best, I suppose, of three years. Because I wrote it when I was working also. But it, it was a whole different ball game to <laughs> playing and writing a kid's book. Because the technicalities and the, the details in it are story-based and they're plot-based and they're theme-based and subplots and character arcs and... All the other mechanics that go into a story, which go into a novel. And the interesting thing with books, that are children's books, but uh, illustrated books. Obviously, that you, it's straight away, you, you would obviously guess it yourself that these things have pictures. And the pictures, technically, they have to be the correct size, the correct formatting, and match the... Uh, text that you're going to have and then the audience is completely different I mean you're writing for children and it's incredible a lot of um, children's authors will tell you that although you're writing the story for children you have to bear the parent in mind because it's the parents who select the books and buy the books and they might buy them for their own reasons for teaching you know the rights and wrongs or maybe just need some distractions and parents are all very different all very particular so you've got to keep the parents in mind when you're writing the book which I guess in some ways you know can thwart what you want to do and what you want to write about um, but it, it just it's an, it's an added odd complication that I found strange seems very very small but uh, well what I tried to do with when Finn and Jake were doing Silver Heart and we were doing Silver Heart together. And though it's only 28 pages, each page has 
one picture on it and one page of text on the left and a picture on the right. That was the easiest and simplest way for us to do it. You know, we didn't want to have an image every page. Number one, we were, they were working with an illustrator that they found online to hire for, I paid daddy pay for that, with a, with a view of getting that back if they sell the books, which they are, which is great. And you had to think about the story and how that went with the images and how, uh, how the image is told the story. But the way I did it with Finn and Jay, because they knew Silver Heart Rod, uh, the story that they wanted to tell. And I, you know, well, I let them tell the story as they wanted, but I did kind of help them in, in, in some ways that I said, oh, what about if he, you know, if, if he um, felt he needed some help? And that would spur them on. And then what if he got the help and realized he was doing something wrong in the first place? Adding those questions or asking those questions was really the way I tried to help them create a story that was similar in, in writing a novel that had a, has a character arc. Okay, so the character is, you know, a bit flawed at the very beginning, like Silver Hot Rod is, and they want to do something, but there's something in the way. So it was the old, like the old Pixar story formula, although some people say that Pixar didn't invent it, but it's been around for a long time anyway. You know, once upon a time, they, you know, there was a car who always wanted to go fast. And every day he tried to go fast and he'd make lots of noise on the main, on the motorway. Until one day he made lots of noise and then along came a police car. And because of that, the police car explained that he wasn't going fast at all. In fact, he get pa gets passed out by an old lady in their car. And because of that, he was shocked and knew that things just weren't going right. And he, but he still wasn't going fast. And because of that, the police car told him, okay, well, you know, you can change all that noise, all that energy you're wasting going into noise can go into energy and speed. And that was the story the lads came up with. And, uh, that was very impressive. I was really impressed with that. Mechanics and physics. And and that was the... I suppose I won't tell you what, exactly what happens in the end. But it was a character arc very similar to that of um, a novel. You know, the character has to start out wanting two things at the beginning. A wanting one thing has a goal. You want something he wants to achieve or she wants to achieve that they want to get. And something happens that spurs them on to achieving that thing. Now there's the external desire, the thing that they wish for externally. Then there's the internal desire, the real reason why they're doing it. So they have to accomplish what they're wanting to achieve, although there's some obstacles thrown in the way. And then they achieve that internal, external, they overcome the, uh, the external threats and the external problems and they achieve the external thing. But if they don't achieve the internal wish and if they don't change, then the viewer or the reader, you will know. You'll see this a lot in you know, in, in stories, maybe about a bank heist, you know, and the character will say, right, we've got to rob the bank, and they do, and they, it's, it isn't easy along the way, but they eventually get the uh, the goodies from the bank, 
they achieve it despite all the issues that went with it along the way and unless they've changed somehow internally that internal journey has happened as well then you feel cheated at the end of the book or the film you know usually of films and you feel cheated and you know something missing but you're not quite sure and that's generally the reason why we tried to i tried to show the boys that with silver hot rod without trying to write the book for them and that's the tricky bit when you're trying to write a book with your kids it's trying not to influence influence them a bit easier maybe if you don't know the the mechanics of story you know, they just fire away and they'll come out. And there's some super stories coming out of the writing a book with the kids thing, um, project. So sometimes actually being an author can be a hindrance because you want to impose your style and you want to impose your methodology and your ideas. And it was really hard not to do that. But I just did hint and I tried to give them um, story kind of mechanical pointers and the best thing to do now that i find is to pick a film sometimes and show them hey what do you think happened there and what was the difference between the, the person at the start of the film and the end of the film look at find an email perfect example and cars as well cars is great cars is a great film for, for doing that so if you're thinking about writing a book with your kids then have a look at cars and have a look at how nemo starts out at the beginning by wanting to explore the world something happens and because of that he gets lost and his dad has to go out and find Nemo because although it's finding Nemo and it's the story about how daddy finds Nemo is there yes he does find Nemo but at the end of it Nemo changes and so does his dad and that is where the satisfaction lies Something to keep in mind if you're going to write a short kids book, a small kids book, picture book, even if it's a, a young adult's novel, uh, because maybe your kids aren't so young and they're young writers, or they could be 15, 16. Something to keep in mind. How are you going to satisfy the reader at the end? Well, that's what Silver Hot Rod does, and that's what he does in the following books, because they've learned that system and it, they even have hooks now from book two into book three <laughs> and they which are very clever and leaving you with a little riddle at the end of uh, book two silverheart goes to daytona as a riddle at the end gives you clues to what's going to happen in book three which you only get the solution to really at the end of the book which is quite funny well it's late here and i'm going to finish up now I hope you have a great day and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to our story. Hope it helps yours.